0: Welcome back to a new episode of this podcast with your hosts with the mostest, Isabel and Yanni. Welcome back, everybody, for our third episode, I believe. Yep, third episode. Welcome back, everybody. I think we're pretty consistent, Yanni. I think we're on a roll here. Got something Period. Going. We managed to do three whole episodes.
1: Like, that's already a big deal.
0: Period. Who are we? Who are we?
1: Don't say we're not trying to keep up with these things.
0: Period. Consistency is key.
1: We make no promises.
0: Yeah. That's
1: the main thing. We just make no promises.
0: Or just for this month, guys. Like, let's be real. This is still the trial month. (laughs) Yeah, because it's a short month, so we're still trialing. We're on the 30-day trial still, so, you know. We made it 60 days, though, because we couldn't do it yeah really bougie places to do 60 day trials so that's what the one we're on and if you're like a job we do 90 days oh well this okay then we'll go on a 90 day trial we still got all <laughs> of march <laughs> we'll see we'll see but for yeah. now we are consistent
1: we have done the real episode so far and you know we actually have just more ideas more topics
0: they come to us every single day yeah like literally every day we have something to draw down and talk about even though so, i don't write it down and write it about it because i forget and then
1: yeah we remember after we forget and come up with a different one
0: period that part so yeah let's jump into today's episode yanny
1: let's do this so Let me just give you guys a little backstory on today's episode. This came about because, you know, social media, powerful too. You get to see things that are going around the world. And, you know, there was a post that came up on my feed. And it was, this was last week on Monday or Tuesday. It was Monday, right? It was on Valentine's Mm -hmm. Day. That was Monday. It was on Monday on Valentine's Day. And it was. A Day Without Immigrants. Now, I automatically just like read it. I was starting to look, do my little research, trying to figure out like exactly what goes down. Like what's the plan? What is the whole thing about A Day Without Immigrants? Obviously, it's kind of just like what it sounds like based off, you know, what it's called. And I automatically thought, let's do a podcast. Let's talk about it. And I told Almo, like, you know, this is, we should really discuss it because I have some mixed feelings, you know? And then she told me, she was like, what a coincidence. I just had a very deep conversation about that. I did. That so was just like, perfect. So let's save it. Let's talk about it. Let's, let's do a podcast because like I said, I had a few mixed feelings about the situation. And I think it's pretty cool to talk about these things because, you know, um, if this continues, if this is something that happens yearly, like this is something that's going to be next year, like what can you always, my thought process is how can it be better? How can you improve? How can you make things, you know, there's always a way to become better. So like for next year, now that we know what the date is, what it consists of, you know, the time frame, like how, like different suggestions on how much better it can be planned out but yeah do you want to kick us off
0: so real quick this wouldn't be the first one that they've ever done I remember when I was younger um I'm not gonna say how much younger but I know like years
1: past 20
0: yeah when I was in (laughs) like I think I was in middle school or high school and I remember hearing about, um, a day without immigrants, but they did it. I don't remember if it was Cesar Chavez day or what day specifically, but they always had a day where, um, they did always want to do like a day without immigrants. And I remember a lot of students walking out, like they would show up for first period for first period. Yeah. First period. And then they would leave, and then like they wouldn't go shopping anywhere because, you know, like it was a day without immigrants. You weren't going to support anybody or any businesses, local or um, anything commercial. Yeah, nothing like you would literally just be home. And I was surprised when I came across it again because I haven't. Oh, no, it wasn't even since I day. It was May 1st. Every year on May 1st, it was. Um, a day without an immigrant, and they made a whole movie about it too. But I think the movie was more a day without a Mex. Is it a day without Mexicans? It was like a low budget film, I believe. Yeah, but um, May first was always the day that, um, they would you know pretty much say a day without immigrants, day without Mexicans. Like nobody would go out shopping, nobody would do anything. Um, but yeah, so. My opinion on it is it needs to be, before I go into like a political opinion, I think like just the way it was executed, I think it needed a little more, like a couple, mm, like it needed to, to be not advertised, but it needed to be, um,
1: it needed to be better planned like they just didn't execute it correctly or I feel like it just wasn't like I don't want to say advertised as much but it just wasn't as it was I feel like I personally saw a notification about it like the day the night before Mm -hmm. I was like I feel like it just didn't get as much conversation as it needed but It's funny that, like, I don't know. There was, like, like I said, I had mixed feelings. So this is the thing. I think it's great. And I even told you about it. Like, I think it would have been better, though. And I think that's something that is much more meaningful is to, like, if you're going to, okay, it's a day without immigrants. You're not to shop. You're not to purchase. But make it more educational in the sense, like, you can truly explain why you're doing what you're doing. And if it is a day without immigrants, then do something where you are. Like I said, providing education, but maybe something where you can make it like a, like a tool to do something with the immigrants, like things to help them, things to bring around, like, I don't know, just the purpose of it to show because like, okay, it's a day without immigrants. You're not going shopping, but you're going to just stay at home. And like, let's be real. I personally know, like, like my parents are immigrants. They cannot just stay at home without doing anything. They got to be moving.
0: Yeah, like a day of advocacy, you know, like you plan mm-hmm. this, maybe I get why they don't want to, you know, um, is it publicized? No, it's ugh. I get why they don't want to put it out there so in days and like weeks in advance, because then people start catching on to it and it's like big jobs or you know, corporate jobs find out and then they're kind of like, oh, well, if. My all my workers, you know, are immigrants, then they're not gonna wanna be. I know that they're gonna end up calling in. So let me line up interviews to hire new people to replace them, you know. So, so even repercussion if they were,
1: sometimes.
0: Yeah. Even if they were to give it like a week the where they start announcing it, like on a platform, maybe like Twitter or whatever platform Facebook maybe like a Facebook group like they can start spreading the word that way but not spreading the word like like on social media they could start by telling people and you know like going to big places where they know that a lot of immigrants work for instance like if you were to start out in LA I would definitely hit the fashion district you know hit down where they make um where they so close and all of that. What is it? I forget what it's called. You know,
1: it's well, it's funny though. Like, well, it's not that it's funny, but it's interesting that they did the day without immigrants on Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. And it has been a lot of immigrants, you know, people of that nature have the most work because, you know, they're selling flowers, they're doing like the The bears, the stuffed animals—you know—they have like all those rows, like um, just everything like those. Mm -hmm. Which was, I was like, it's kind of like one of those like interesting things because it's like on the busiest day, like the most selling day, but then it's day. I just, I like, I we said it was just not executed properly. There was not—I feel like there was thought put into it, but I just don't feel like enough to really have gotten the best use out of it i feel like i heard about it mainly for like socal and i saw more action but like when it comes over here i felt like nobody really nobody really took that
0: day i mean yeah that day i think was what i say it was a very smart choice to make it that day yes and no Yes, because, you know, like you said, it's a big consumer holiday. Everybody, you know, shops on that day and they, you know, they go out and support big corporate places. But then no, because it's like you do have those people who are selling their flowers and everything on the street and they're trying to make their money, you know, street vendors and everything. But at the same time, people aren't people are always going to be like, oh, I'm in a rush and I don't know where the street vendors are today. So I'm just going to go and purchase my stuff at Safeway. Or whichever yeah. store, whichever floral store is open, which is understandable. But, you know, or people are like, I'm not going to pay uh, 30 to 50 dollars for that on from a street vendor when I could just go to um, wherever a floral shop and pay half that price or whatever
1: yeah I mean um, I think another thing to keep in mind about this day without immigrants it's one of those like you know back and forth things like we just talked about repercussions is like it sucks because it's it's great advocacy I think it's really important to show how much immigrants do contribute to you know
0: Mm -hmm.
1: to the just in general how much they contribute but it also sucks because it's like at the same time you're kind of battling like you're kind of battling like you want to advocate you want to bring this up in the awareness but for example the people like who can't afford to miss work who can't afford to call out of it like yeah it's just one day but that one day that hours pay is what's going to get them through it's going to support their family it's what's going to manage to bring food to the table or whatever the case is you know mm-hmm. sometimes they can't and it's not that they don't want to so maybe it's just like maybe not making it a day without immigrants but like maybe a day to educate yourself about immigrants more to truly gossip I'm like I think you know, we talk about reforming immigration and like to making sure to like legalize all these, like legalize everybody. And I think, yeah, you know, unfortunately there's good and bad, right? Mm -hmm. But I feel like we, we just need to take those times to really thoroughly educate ourselves of a lot of like immigrants who are contributing their dollars, they're paying taxes, they're doing so much and they're, earning an honest works pay like they're they're busting their ass in jobs that are super super hard you know people who are working the fields are busting their ass you know that's an intensive job it's cold as hell and they gotta be out there early it's hot as hell they gotta still be out there it's a holiday they gotta be out there
0: if there's fires they gotta be out there
1: period like they contribute so much more than anybody and it's just I feel like we lack such an education on it like everybody feels so strongly about things but we lack to understand why people do what they do Mm -hmm. you know what I mean
0: yeah like there's not a full understanding of everything that they go through and like they do and then how much it contributes to the rest of the Mm -hmm. community Exactly. Let me go.
1: Yeah, continue. Go
0: ahead.
1: Now no, you, go go. No, you can go. No, I lost my child thought. You go.
0: <laughs> well, I was just going to go back a little bit and talk about, like, you know, how you're talking about, like, um, the advocacy and how um, a lot of people, you know, want to do it, they want to participate, but at the same time, like, they're losing those hours. Like, I feel like if they were to do it and they would want to execute it, I like I mentioned to you, um, when we were talking about it and wanting to do this whole podcast on it, I think that they would need to, you know, start planning to have people that are willing to help out these people that want to do it, but they're worried about losing their jobs or they're worried about losing money, you know, for that day, I think that there should be, you know, nonprofit organizations who are willing to help out, who have lawyers, and, um, oh my gosh, I just blinked, uh, lawyers, and, oh my gosh, what is, it, what, is it, what is it, attorneys that are, you know, willing to help out, and other, you know, people, legal aid, who are there, and are going to read them, you know, the rights that they can't get fired for this, or they can get fired for that, and if they do, then, you know, there's a way we can help you. We have a bunch of organizations or programs that are going to help you in case of that, because, you know, we want to get this point across. So with that being a day of without an immigrant, like you said, maybe setting up a workshop at a certain hour via like, I don't know, within your own community, each community that you know, where a lot of um, immigrants reside, then, you know, making a place for them all to come and join and, you know, workshop and find out things that they may have not known about where they can get help and they could, um, you know, like you said, get more information about what it is and what they contribute to the community, but also finding resources that can help them with whatever it is that they're uh, going through. Does that make sense? Yeah.
1: Yeah, it does. I completely
0: agree with you. I think it's just,
1: once again, it's just the lack of how it was done. And maybe, you know, it's not even just like, you know, you can't be so dependent on one area who decided to do this. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: You know, we have to kind of think in the sense like, okay, so if we know that a day without immigrants is this specific day, like, you know... And this is by no means saying it's the same thing, but we can do something similar. There's, like, the Black History Month. There's, like, the Women's History. There's Pride Month. I'm not saying we have to create a month, but really creating, like, a focus on, like, immigrant or, like, about, like, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, well, they used May 1st because it was International Workers Day, I believe. Um, I just Googled it, actually. I won't lie because I couldn't remember why the reason was that they used May 1st every single year, but it was because it was International Workers Day. So they would take that day a day for not to go out anywhere, not to buy anything, just like a day without an immigrant, but they would change it. And it was a day without a Mexican, I believe, for like a year or so, and then they changed it to something else. I don't remember exactly what, but yeah.
1: I think that would work out going back to May or something just to further elaborate because, you know, they just, it just, it sucks that it wasn't fully executed the way I would have hoped it would have. I think, like I said, once again, the concept was great, the idea itself, because it's important sometimes, When you say things too many times, it just starts to all, it's just like a repeated story.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And sometimes you need to see the action. so people seeing you be in those front lines, like, you know, combating this, making sure that they understand what a day without immigrants really truly is about is just one of those things where like needs to be done and it needs just to be more the it just needs to be thought out more.
0: I think it needs to be yeah, definitely agree it needs to be thought out more, but I think there needs to be like or small nonprofit organizations who understand and like they need to come together as a whole, yeah, and turn into like a bigger group where they can help each other brainstorm and throw it out there and make this entirely bigger where you could take one day start out with turning one day into something and then maybe gradually making it 3 days or 2 days where you know you don't go out and work you you contribute maybe even the weekend yeah maybe a weekend where nobody goes out nobody does anything but yet you you don't go and purchase items instead you go and you hang out and learn about different things you know what movie was it i watched a movie uh um, I don't know which movie you watched. It was Walkout with um, the girl from Spy Kids. I forgot her name. Oh, uh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, and then the other actor was um, the guy from End of Watch and uh, what was it? From End of Watch and he was in Narcos, también, Mexico, the first season. Oh. He was in those <laughs> movies and I forget their names, but I'll come back to that whatever but in the movie they would take a weekend trip and they would take students from LA and they would go on this weekend trip to this like um I think it was a campsite and they would all hang out and they would educate them on you know at that time it was obviously the Chicano movement you know the movie is based on the Chicano movement and everything and they took them out there and gave them all the resources they needed, you know, like mecha was available then, um, there was the Brown Berets, and there was a bunch of other groups and organizations who were made available, and if you wanted to get into college, it showed them how to get their SATs, how to go about and do all of this. I think, like, if it was to set up for a weekend, they could do, you know, stuff, resources for teenagers and resources for the younger ones, and then resources for the parents, and, you know, like, or the working class and, like. Make it, like, a workshop. Yeah, like, if they were to do a whole weekend, you could sign up and be, like, yes, still do May Day. But then involve them in, like, a whole weekend workshop where it would benefit not only just, like, those of age to work, but also the entire family.
1: Yeah, I was going to say the other thing that would be great is kind of, like. um, So one thing that they did at work. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it's not the same thing, though, but they basically, you know, like, went out to, like, the sites where, like, all the, like, um, uh, people who worked at the winery, like, all the guys, you know, picking and stuff, they kind of just took things out there to them. I think one important thing that would be good in one of those situations of, like, a day without immigrants would be to, like, maybe because see you have like it's kind of hard for the ones who are immigrants to do a whole lot about it because you do have like you know unfortunately um law enforcement sometimes involved in all that stuff so it could be just something they're much more scared of because it's a risk for them yeah but for the people who like you know like for example for me for yourself you know who are um children of immigrants people are like you know your grandparents and stuff like that mm-hmm. and history like for us we don't have those type of repercussions you know we don't have to worry about that like yeah unless we get like hell out of hand and out of pocket you know something could happen to us but i think it would also be one of those things like this is a day without immigrants let's take you on a field trip of how that would look like if there was nobody at the fields
0: mm-hmm.
1: nobody working at the vineyards who's going to take care of all these things better yet why don't you put yourself in that position so like trying out to be the person for the day you know what I mean like doing the work that all the immigrants do doing everything that they go becoming a street vendor, selling hustling like constantly being ready to do that like maybe it would be a great thing to show people that way because you know I feel like people always just kind of have the situation like unless they're doing their job they feel very entitled to say like your things are super easy
0: yeah and I will tell you from personal experience um my mom took us over the summer to go and um pick grapes and it was it was an intense exhausting we only did it for maybe four hours. Yeah. yeah, we were out there for four hours and we got out there at 7 a.m., but we didn't start till about 7.30, 7.45, I believe, because um, we were waiting on some people. And when I kid, I kid you not, at nine o'clock, around nine o'clock, the sun was just like there, like blazing hot, like you're dripping sweat, Okay, it was just, I only did that for four hours.
1: Because you got to like protect your skin. Yeah, That's the reason why they wear all that extra clothing during the summer. Because not because they're cold or anything like that. But because it's the only way to protect themselves.
0: Yeah, and then you have everything that they spray. All of the chemicals, the pesticides, everything that they spray on these grapes. Like the sulfur. Like I didn't know I was allergic to sulfur or sofa until I did that. I had like a rash wherever it touched. I had a rash. It was, it was, yeah.
1: I feel like we take so much for granted that sometimes you really have to be out in the field and like a day without immigrants is really just a great purpose. And I think it has good meaning to why they're trying to do it. But I just feel like they haven't really captured the best way to execute it correctly or not correctly, but to truly execute it because, you know, at the end of the day, like you said, if you do a few days in advance, then you're kind of like your employer is getting skeptical on why you're trying to have that, you know? Mm-hmm. But it's also the same thing. Like, what if you don't do it in advance and you wait till the day of, like, yeah, you can pretend, but it's just you're... Um, what's it called my child sorry (laughs) um he made me lose my train of thought with his scratch (laughs) it's just like if you wait last minute you don't really have like a good outcome I guess or like a turnout yeah your turnout there you go the turnout is not the same and so you're kind of with less people and it's harder to get your message across it's not that it's not possible But it's just, you can't, it's just just not its full potential. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. I I know what you mean. And it also comes down to people that want to step up and advocate for it. You know, like people who want to go and, you know, put their names on the line and put themselves out there to spread the awareness, to gather all those people together. You know, like you have... You know you have the ufw united farm workers that started from uh filipino immigrants who began in farmers who started out in southern california or yeah southern california and they began be, no not even southern california it was like near bakersfield what am i talking about yeah it was near bakersfield out that way you know And they all organized and everything, but nobody wanted to speak up more. Nobody wanted, you know, so who stepped in? Dolores Huerta. But because she was a female, you know, they had to get a male. So Cesar Chavez is the one that became the face of the whole thing, you know, as farm workers and everything.
1: began.
0: based off my research. Oh, excuse me. Here she goes with her research.
1: Based off? research i like to give credit to dolores of course 100%. 100%. She do a hundred percent she was already part of like she was already involved in a lot of things in the community and her mm-hmm. a lot of um from her own biography and stuff What truly inspired her to be an advocate was the fact that you know she saw her mom's strength so that's really kind of like where she grew like a lot of her feminism mm-hmm. also became advocate because her dad was like low-key an advocate too so he did become part of the legislature in new mexico so she kind of had like that political background and she already had like that outreach to support the community especially when it came to um minorities in a sense mm-hmm. and so it was she was part of oh my god i forgot the whole name of the fucking community thing she was part of yeah but that's where she met through her colleague um cesar Chavez. And they both were the ones who, like, did the whole... Um, he was part of the United Farm Workers, and then they created the whole situation together for United Farm Workers. Uh-huh. And they were founders, in other words. But um, in the lobbying, she was front and center. Like, she talks about the journey. She was front and center in everything. Like, she... And I guess, like, it was no surprise that she spent a lot of time not away from her kids but because she was constantly advocating and involved in a lot of the strikes and all those things she didn't spend as much time with them but it wasn't just her you know there was a lot of moms who had that sometimes they had to take their kids they got beaten they had to endure a lot of pain so yeah they were it was a lot. I don't think you see advocacy like that anymore, though, or at least I don't feel like I do. It's, it's not until something really bad happens where you start seeing a lot of advocacy, like front lines. Like, I feel like, yeah, you see people supporting through campaigns or social, con- like through the media, you know? Yes. But it's not often you see people out
0: in strikes, people, or at least I don't. Let me rephrase. I don't think there has been things that people have wanted to strike about or feel that there's a need for it, I guess you can say. Because, yeah, same, like since now you have all these petitions you could sign online, you know, on different websites to change things and, you know, advocate that way. But it's not advocating like how you used to advocate back in like the old (laughs) days before social media and everything yeah but yeah it just takes a couple people or group that forms to advocate and to come together to put their names out there because you know rome wasn't built in one day (laughs) and neither was the wall of china like these things take a while and it took years for the united farm workers you know to officially organize and get themselves to get to where they are today and even then like you know there's still things that need to change and same with you know the Chicano movement that happened that was for for a few years it took and then it kind of just after everything that they wanted got settled it kind of just was laid to rest and it never came out again.
1: I mean not only just in that aspect but in the advocacy sense, I think the other part of it is, like, I can't stop reiterating how important it is to educate the people mm-hmm. in a day without immigrants means Yes. just because and this is totally just an opinion. I feel like when you talk about immigrants, people just automatically assume, like, Mexican. Mexico or, like, Central, Latinos, like, you know, like Latinos, but It's everybody like Filipinos, you know, they are Filipinos are farm workers. They'd be busting their ass Mm -hmm. in the field. They literally are putting in that work just as much. And it's just anybody else who is just not from born and raised US citizen or something. You know what I mean? Like at the end of the day, that's what it is. And I feel like that's where the education has to go to, but I think that we also have to start to work towards building an allies. I know we're so strong-minded, where we're just like, well, of course, some people can never will never. God, I'm just gonna say how I feel like it's easiest to say, Mm -hmm. but it's just it's always like the well, they can't relate to our struggles. I hate that And by they, you know, it's like you're talking about white people.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And the thing is, realistically speaking, that's always going to be the case, but we can't constantly use this battle of like picking and choosing what we can use with them when we should create the allies with them. Because at the end of the day, the more people you can get on board into the movement you're trying to do, it's better. Like you need to have that support. You need to have that alliance because it just it's how things work and prosper, you know. If you never know who you'll need from, and sometimes it, it's and it's not sometimes. It's okay to ask for help. It's okay to get them. Like instead of us thinking, like, "Oh, they can't relate to us," but let's try to get them to truly understand where we come from. Yeah, because in this case, like I said, if an immigrant, you most likely can't, you know you couldn't probably participate or if you did that's great but maybe you were hesitant to participate because of your status so then there's the people who can because it doesn't matter to us you know what I mean but like if I really found out about social, imagine how many people didn't really know about it yeah and like how many people missed out how much we could have like presented itself I know fact, facts, I even told you, like, for me, if I would have known, I would have made it something more known in my own job because we deal with a lot of it, you know? Yeah, like, that's mainly our base of people we help out. And it's just, like, there's so many ways to go about it, so much more, how it can be much more impactful. And, of course, I don't know how many how many years this has been going for but at the end of the day it's just like the idea of bringing this conversation up to say like okay well maybe we can plan for something even better next year mm-hmm. I agree. We'll be like, but I don't know I just had a lot of mixed feelings seeing like what it was I was like you're kind of stuck because on the day that it happened to land it was like there was a lot of businesses that were from immigrants that you were trying to support but then you're also you know kind of stuck in that battle of like oh well we're not supporting anything you know
0: yeah i agree i i'm distracted by blue snoring i'm not gonna laugh
1: i'm so sorry he is gonna show up a lot <laughs>
0: Just hearing his cute little snores. I'm like, oh my gosh.
1: You're going to hear it all over the podcast, guys.
0: I just you totally know.
1: forgot what I was going to say. Because I'm just so concentrated on his cute little snores.
0: He chose yeah. to switch spots. I can see. <laughs> um. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even... Uh... <laughs>
1: I mean, I don't know. You guys share your thoughts. What is your thoughts about A Day Without Immigrants? Did you guys know about it? Are you guys just barely knowing because we're talking about it? Like, did you pull up? Did you do something? Did you contribute to the day?
0: Yeah, like, what did? what's your guys' opinion on this whole thing? Like, everything on a day without immigrants and so on and so forth
1: Or just in general because to be honest I feel like it's kind of like one of those things where like people want to be part of it but it's just like the tends to be also like a, um, a phase where they're just like oh like we advocated this day that's good enough
0: and it's like no you can't just advocate for one day like you need to continue your advocacy throughout, you know, like, you need to keep it going, you need to spread this to generation after generation, you know, like, even though one thing changes, you need to keep going, because there's still something along the line that hasn't changed, that needs to be changed. And you need to advocate for that now and switch gears, you know, and go on and everything.
1: Mm -hmm. Period.
0: And that's what I was talking about with my mom on a different note. Uh a side note, <laughs> I was literally talking about it about you know advocacy and um the future generations and everything. And it's like we were talking about the educ, not the educate, yeah, like the education system, but also how it affects those who are first generations versus second and third generations like how the education system contributes to people not forgetting their roots but people just like you know pushing their children to blend in to um assimilate into, huh
1: they like basically want them to fit into the norms
0: yeah Basically, cool. having them assimilate into what is the norm here in the, I hate the word, the average U.S. citizen, mm-hmm. I guess you can say, or the average, the, yeah, that, I don't know how to word it, because it just, it's weird to me in a way, but yeah, anyways, um, like how that all plays into it, you know, like, we use my we use my mom's family as an example. My mom's the last one to be born, you know, and Mm -hmm. my grandmother and my grandfather, my grandmother more so wanted, you know, to have her children assimilate and, you know, speak English and know everything, you know, in school and be good and everything. But my grandfather is the one that, you know, advocated and told them no, like, you know, fight for what you believe. Let's, let's do this. If they're not allowing you to speak Spanish in school and you guys feel the right to do it, well, then let's, let's do something about it. And my grandmother eventually, you know, she learned and she said, you're right. Why am I pushing all of this? And, you know, the American way on my children when I have my own, you know, things that I used to do with my family that I would like to share by the time Mm -hmm. my mom was born, it was no longer there. You know, my mom, had to start from scratch with us. She, I forgot what it was one day she realized like, what do I have to teach my children on, you know, culture? What did my mom pass down to me from what she used to do with her family during the holidays that I have to give to my children? And she ended up with nothing, you know, like she couldn't remember. It was always her siblings, obviously, because my grandmother was always working and my grandfather it was left to her siblings. So her siblings, her siblings taught her Thanksgiving and Christmas and, you know, all of that. My mom wants to do something to bring, to ask the question how the education system in a way, or yeah, along the education system and like being a first versus a second and third and so on and so forth, the generation of immigrants affected you or, you know, in bullying and in your culture and all of that but i don't know why i just went on the whole tangent but yeah that's the only reason why we stumbled up on like the whole immigrant conversation too because i was on a roll you guys there you fell asleep i'm still here with him i was just <laughs> I thinking does. about something you i know, you me. fell asleep i was like wait was that blue or was that yeah? no stuff? i'm here
1: I'm also also like uh, juicy jazz on TV, but I'm thinking about advocacy and how you were talking about like how your mom and like how it further passed along,
0: mm-hmm. and it's
1: in your case because you know you have like your grandma and stuff in there, your second generation and stuff, right? And mm-hmm. I'm thinking of my situation, like my mom and dad didn't even have that; they didn't even know about that day yeah like they don't have that much knowledge. like they do, like my dad I would say has a lot more knowledge of history than my mom does mm-hmm. but not so much in like the chief animal history or any of that history and I feel like it's crazy to like see sometimes
0: mm-hmm. because
1: like you know like obviously me and you talk a lot and so you know like how like the way we feel about advocating is tends to be very strong yes You know what I mean? Like we're very passionate in a sense to advocate, but I feel like the reason we're passionate about advocating is not so much because like we're siding, we're very neutral to the situations Mm -hmm. and to everything that I feel like. That's where we're okay with speaking about subjects and we feel comfortable advocating because we're not trying to say like, this is the end it, like the be all for everything, you know, like a day without immigrants. Yeah. It's a great topic, but would I want to call it that Would I want to continue to be that type of situation because it's a day without immigrants, but how can we make it beneficial for the immigrants? mm-hmm. How can Absolutely we provide ridiculous. them with something better? Like, what can you know what I mean? And like, yeah. just in general, like, yeah, my parents didn't have an idea. Like, yeah, I think that day I had to my mom. I was like, oh my god, did you know it was like a day with that immigrants? You know, mm-hmm. and she was like, no, like, what the hell? She's like, I mean, she was just like, I don't know what to do. Like, what does that mean? Yeah, she's kind of like deep-
0: stuck, like
1: like considering she's an immigrant she doesn't even know what that means and it's on the title itself it's just basically you're not doing anything I'm like how can that be for the rest of them you know mm-hmm. but I just think it's one of those things where there is no mm-hmm. <sighs> wrong I think it's good to always have something to start off with and go off of a basis because then you can see what you did what was like the room for improvement mm-hmm But once again, I think it just needs to kind of be taken more into context. Like, yeah, people went to, what was it? They went to the, it was in City Hall. It was, or was it City Hall? Like Uh, where they all that. Like, because they it was like a strike, but they went on the march type of thing. Yeah. And they did that. And it's like, okay, that's great. You get to your point. You do what you have to do. And, you know, they were requesting for reforming the reform of immigration and all that, right? Right. Yes, there needs to be a solution. Yes, there needs to be stuff. And it's not like we're, like, the main thing was, like, we're done asking, like, we're telling you type of thing. Mm -hmm. But it's like, let's be realistic. Just because you say it doesn't mean it's going to happen like that. Yeah, it's not going to happen overnight. It is important to use your voice and to stick up. But make your actions be something where you can be like, okay, like, yeah, like, I totally see where you're coming from. Not just show up and be like, we demand you to do this today. Because it's just, it's not going to work. It's just, it's, it's unfortunate, but it just doesn't work like that. If things work that way, we would be in the much happier people
0: and I feel like there's been I think I feel like people are kind of just like fed up that's why they demand they're over telling like you know they're whatever you just said, yeah they're now demanding it because they're just over it I don't know how many times I've what dak has been around since Obama right was in office when he first came into office mm-hmm. you know I'm sure I haven't kept up on it, but from what I last remember, there are a lot of people who got, you know, their residency through it, who were able to and continue to and everything, but it's such a slow process and people wanted pr- to move it along because even if you were to apply for residency or uh, for your citizenship, it's taking years for people. I know somebody who took them 11 years to get their uh residency 11 years they were DACA recipients because they it was just such a long process and they were here since they were four years old
1: like I don't know if you remember this like a couple months ago that had seen this and it sucks because sometimes it's your own people doing this to you Mm -hmm. um it was in fresno or Visalia, i think well near fresno Visalia is near fresno uh-huh. in that area they had the mexican consulada out there mm-hmm. like not the only here like the one in san francisco and sacramento yeah and they literally like would upcharge people to complete their services or to make it seem like they can make it faster and it's kind of sad because, like, I think I've had this conversation with my dad a lot. And we usually tend to, like, kind of go back and forth a lot. It's a Very healthy debate, you know. Yeah. About, and, it, and it's true. It's It sucks and it's a sad and unfortunate event. But sometimes it really is your own people who are the ones against you. <laughs> it is. And it's, like, that constant battle, you know, because you're trying to do all these things and you advocate and we're doing that like advocacy and trying to bring awareness to everybody but then it's kind of like well it's like an ongoing competition of like well how can they not make it this far if we've done this you know like it's the same thing and I'm like I feel like it's just like constantly never ending of going into a battle like not only are you trying to advocate for a reason but then it's like you're having to go against the people for the same reason you're going for, you know, like you're just never in the happy medium place with it. Yeah. I don't even know if that made sense, but so.
0: No, I got you. It always brings me back when, you know, that conversation that you had with your dad, it always brings me back. I've had those conversations with my parents as well, and my family. And it just always brings me back to, i think it was on tiktok or it was on an instagram post how um the mexican and latino community can't see their own winning oh no like they can't help each other to win also instead it comes down to Just all this negativity, all of these negative vibes of like, oh, well, let's talk shit because they got above and whatever in something. And, you know, we can't be happy for them. If we would quit all of that, I'm sure we would go farther. You know, if we were to come together as a community, it would work out. But
1: it's so hard to get everybody at the same page. Yeah, everybody's just... (laughs) This is, like, a little side comment. Okay, I know my homegirl ain't, like, 100% true. Okay, I get this. Miss Doctor Apolo, you know? Mm-hmm. Cerrado. Este cuento se ha acabado, you know? Yeah. Um, my homegirl made a comment, you know, because people are always saying about, like, immigrants and stuff. And I think they were, there was, like, a case about that. And she said, it's funny because sometimes the people who are trying to advocate here, who, in this case, sometimes tend to be immigrants... Uh where is that same dedication for your motherland period and i i i do agree with that like i do see where it's coming from i feel like sometimes people it's it be i don't know like i said we're very neutral people and i like to see things from all angles
0: Mm -hmm. like we're out
1: here demanding this stuff but why aren't you demanding that in your motherland because there's a reason you left your motherland. Like As much as stuff is a little. little shitty over here. Then why don't you demand it in your motherland?
0: Well I mean. Yeah. Why don't you? But then you have. You have reasons. As to why you don't. Do it there. Because it's completely different. In a sense, like, um, for an example, uh, immigrants who are coming from, uh, where is it where they just overthrew uh, Honduras, was it Honduras, where they no longer have a, oh, I don't remember. Oh, my god, I can't think, I can't remember, but you have places where they are trying to make change. They are fighting, you know, for, and they are speaking up for stuff, but the government itself is turning on them and, you know, using force to stop them from rioting or from trying Mm -hmm. to make change because they don't want anything to change. They want people to still live in poverty so that they can get rich off of it
1: the rich will always find get
0: rich exactly so that's kind of probably i feel like that's a reason why um you know dr apollo makes a point but also that's a reason why some people don't feel like advocating in their own country or wherever they're from because they know the consequences that come with it and they're not willing to go to that extent so they would rather come to a place where they know that it won't they know that they have a chance to make change by coming here. Does that make sense? Like they're willing to get change here in the U.S. versus in the there. Yeah, versus there. Versus there, they face, you know, the government trying to get rid of them in some way or some sort. If they were to speak up on something versus here, they could get um, help and everything and residency and not have to fear for themselves or their family members you know i feel mm-hmm. like i made more sense that way
1: it's just like well, there's just so much that goes with it and it sucks because like you see the pro and cons to everything mm-hmm. but it's just like it's always like that constant battle of like it's better to obviously speak up than not speak up at all, right? Right. But it's also kind of useless to speak up with no good context than with something. But you're still kind of, but you're still finding those like, well, my thoughts on this is gonna go against that in the one way. And then it's like you're kind of you're just so judged from a lot of it. Yeah, you know, because I know, like when I had mentioned immigrants, the first thing until mom said is like, "Wow, a reason for people to not work just to be the flow holes," you know?
0: Yeah, and I'm like, "That's not, that's not the case." No, it's not, and that's given. I mean, that's you know, a lot of people. I feel have that same exact opinion you know like oh it's just another day for people not like your mom said not to go to work or anything or it's just a day it's just a day off that everybody wants to take you know they're not actually going to do something about it they're it's just a day off you know mm-hmm. it, that's what it is and if you're doing right, right you're going to be fighting out there yeah and that's where it comes into like we said in the beginning like if you're going to do a day like this, then you need to have resources. You need to have, you know.
1: Not to mention the amount of nonprofits that are for the Latino community, Mm -hmm. that are for like immigrants who are for, there's so many, like there's also for like um, Asian Islanders and stuff like that. There's just so many. And the way that you can use them for your benefit to actually make it something successful that makes sense. Like, there's nothing better than to proving people how much you're worth than by, you know, like, shutting them up with your work.
0: Exactly. There's so many resources, like you said, and it sucks that a lot of people don't know about them. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that's the most not upsetting but what like the most or how intimidated thing. they are just to
1: ask for those resources it's not.
0: yeah like definitely 100% that it's literally you know what you just said it's it's a lot to ask for help in general you know people
1: Too prideful.
0: Yeah, that I was gonna say that. As like there's people that just have way too much pride that they don't want to ask for help, but yet they know that they would benefit if they did ask for it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm one of those people. When it came to getting help for school, did I want it? Hell to the no, you know. But did I need it?
1: Hell to so, the yeah.
0: yeah I did I definitely needed it so I put my pride aside and I ended up getting a lot of help you know and I could have gotten more if I was aware of certain programs and certain things but you know I didn't and either way I managed to not come out with so much damn debt from school which is we both did which is really good
1: I know seriously
0: because there's people who are looking at way more than what we paid, and what we have to pay back.
1: Oh, to remind me of that sad which, news.
0: Which homeboy Biden needs to get it together because I need that shit paid ASAP. Tell me like ASAP.
1: Period. Hey, I just need you to be like you're cleared, you're covered. Go ahead and. I don't know. I feel like it's such a con- not a controversial topic, but it's definitely like one of those topics where. It's more so opinion than it is like stone cold facts, Mm -hmm. just because a lot of the time it's just like a statement we're trying to get to where, like, you see these benefits, you understand them, but sometimes, like, you can't look at it as the person who gets it, you have to also see it in a different perspective which is why we say like comment what you think like what do you really feel about the matter do you feel like a day without immigrants seems kind of stupid do you would you think that it's a good idea it just needs to be executed differently like what would you say
0: what's your opinion on it
1: let us know the last person's social sure.
0: yes let us know and I think that concludes this episode. On that I just want to reiterate, like, this is our own personal opinion on this. Like, we're not.
1: I didn't mean saying that you this is like the correct way of doing a day without immigrants, that it was wrong, that there was no point to it. No, we think it's great that they did something, but like, we're just thinking of ways it could have been better and just giving background information on a lot of other things that we feel strongly about
0: exactly that part right but yeah so thank you guys so much for joining us for episode three and we'll see y'all on the next one bye Mm